The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not answer at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. Jesus answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before Jesus, saying, Lord, help me. And Jesus answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that moment. We'll be using the word hallelujah as we sing this Muskegee uh, gospel acclamation. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I don't think Jesus knew how hateful his comment was. A racial slur, really. Jesus was calling me a dog. I'm the Canaanite woman in today's gospel. I'm not Jewish like Jesus. I'm what you would call indigenous. The Canaanites and Israelites were ancient enemies. And you may recognize some Canaanite women in some of your genealogies, Rahab and Tamar. But you ask me, where am I from? I'm from the district of Tyre and Sidon, north of what you now call Israel and what is now Lebanon. Jesus had ventured there and was on my territory Gentile territory. But I'm not just a nameless woman, of course, like you just heard the pastor read. Since the third century, some of your Christian writers have given me a name, Justa. But I don't think that your pastor reads ancient languages or is smart enough to be able to figure that out. So he, I heard, went online to check what it meant and justa means fair and upright. 
Anyway, word spread throughout my village that a man called Jesus would be passing through. Was he on a speaking tour? Would he feel safe? Maybe he needed to get away from all his fans. But as I said, life was hard. Just putting food on the table was enough. But my daughter, she had been saying strange, weird things. We would say that she had a demon. Maybe with your sophistication, you might call it a mental health crisis or a psychotic break. But back to the story. I'm so sorry that your pastor makes me add all these side comments. <laughs> I actually don't know how you put up with it. You should... Just ask him to get to the point. Anyway, when I heard that the miracle worker Jesus would be in town, I ran up to him. Now, I know I was a woman, and I know I was not Jewish, that I was a Gentile, and I know that that means that I was a nobody, but I decided I was going to make a scene. What did I have to lose? So I screamed out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Look at my daughter. She's not well. Help me, help me, help me. Now, I thought that I was being respectful. I used the term son of David, respecting Jesus' Jewish roots. But he ignored me. He moved on. He was silent, and to me, it felt like he brushed me off, and my heart sank. Now, I forgot to tell you that Jesus was with a band of guys. I guess they're called disciples. They seemed very protective of him, and I have to tell you, it seemed like those disciple dudes were pretty perturbed with me for making a scene. I think I made them uncomfortable. So they said to Jesus, send that loud woman away. She's making a scene and she keeps shouting and she needs to learn what her place is. And then Jesus said of it, then Jesus said it, Some of you don't even know that it's in your Bible, I think. The racial slur? Or maybe your mind was wandering as it can when the pastor read the gospel and you were thinking ahead to brunch or the tasks of the day. I get it. But your Jesus, son of God, said this, and I quote, it's not fair to take the children's food, the crumbs under the table, and throw it to the dogs. Did Jesus just make a slur against me of a different race, a different ethnicity, a different religion? When Jesus called me a dog, I took it personal. And in my day, dogs weren't like you have in your home, the cute little pets that you adore and hold in your arms. They were unwelcome pests. They were scavengers. And even though Jesus uses a word that's a diminutive, more like doggy, it wasn't a term of endearment. It was a racial slur. And as one Jewish scholar notes, when referring to a dog, little bitch is no nicer than bitch. Maybe Jesus didn't realize what he said. Maybe he didn't mean what he said. Maybe he was, just grew up that way. 
Maybe he was just conditioned, like we all are, to not really think with what we say. Maybe it's the difference between what some of people today say is individual prejudice or systemic racism that's just built into everything and everything we have been taught. But let me tell you, for me, it was personal. You all can talk in generalities about race, or being trans, or being queer, or bathrooms, or affirmative action, or reparations. People in power pontificate as if they know what it's like. So they write books and blogs and opinion pieces, often with hatred and arrogance, and not realize they are dealing with people. People like me, people with families, maybe people like you, or people that you know. The thing is, the hatred, the racism, the animosity, the violence, we dealt with it 2,000 years ago, and you do too. Here, and in the Holy Land, and in Ukraine, and everywhere. As your pastor tells me, despite all your technological, scientific, sociological, spiritual, scientific advances, you still don't know how to get along. Not to mention all the people in your country who read the Bible or tell history or give their opinion from the perspective always of the winners, the people on top, the people on, with power. One theologian who is a person of color, you know what she calls it? Disney, Disney princess theology. Disney princess theology, meaning you're the princess in every story. You're the Jews escaping slavery, never the Egyptians. You're Peter, but never Judas. You're the woman anointing Jesus' feet, but never the Pharisees, and never me, the assertive outcast woman who makes a scene. And let me tell you, for a country that enslaved black and native peoples, Disney princess theology can really warp your understanding of reality. I apologize, I'm getting like some of your pastors do now, kind of preachy. So, uh, back to the story. I can't really explain what came over me. But after Jesus' hurtful comment, something came over me. And I decided to take Jesus on, to challenge him. Some would say to call him out. That could have ended everything for me, I realized. But I said it anyway. I said it anyway. But Jesus... Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from your table. And something changed on Jesus' face. I know that he considered his mission to the lost sheep of Israel, the Jews. But I think I helped him understand that his message was for all people. Or as you just read from Isaiah, the house of the Lord will be a house of prayer for all nations, for all people. That is the dream of the prophet and my dream too. Now, I don't know if you believe that Jesus could learn anything. A lot of Christians wouldn't agree with that. They would say that I was just testing Jesus or that he was testing me, but I'm not so sure. This might be one of the only stories in your Bible book that someone takes on Jesus 
and he loses. Here's what Jesus said to me. Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done to you as you wish. And my daughter was healed. And I was healed. And maybe in that moment, all those around were healed. Now, I do know that the preacher man who usually is up here and the preacher lady here would want to make sure you hear loud and clear good news today. And here it is, that there is healing for you. Healing in the word of grace that sets you free. Healing as you eat and drink at this table where there are more than crumbs, but enough for all. There's healing as you gather in this holy place, a house of prayer where all are welcome. And there is healing whether you're the one who said the hateful word, maybe not even knowing it, or whether you are the one who received it. You may not be able to be as assertive or persistent as I was with Jesus, but remember this. When you do talk about other people, Remember that they are created in the image of God, whether trans or queer or black or brown or red or yellow or evangelicals or people in red states or those with demons or those facing mental or physical crises. They're people like you, like me. So be gentle with each other. I looked around your church, and I don't think I saw an icon of me. Though I love the diversity and the different colors and backgrounds of all the people. But here's what I ask you. Remember me. And if Jesus could learn, and if Jesus could change his ways, maybe you can too. And maybe we can as well.